0: I was dreamt about the day that I would be 20-something, but no one ever told me about all of the things going on when you're growing up, so we're going to talk about them right here, right now. Hello, and welcome back to another episode of All the Things. I'm your host, Ashley, and All the Things is a podcast about all of the things going on in your 20s that no one really talks about, so we talk about them here. Today's episode is all about graduating and imposter syndrome. But before we get into that, we're going to start off today's episode with a couple announcements and exciting updates and then, of course, get into my high and low of the past week. But to start us off, some announcements. This is the episode where all of the little projects that I've been working on the past semester are finally coming together. So you'll notice that not only do we have the updated cover art that I launched with the last episode, but we also have pre-intro music and a nice little polished pre-intro to the podcast and we're also going to have a little music throughout to help make the podcast a little more finished and professional. This is also the week that we have the podcast website going live which is so exciting because it's a place where you'll not only find more information about the podcast as a whole but the individual episodes something that i really love about the podcast website is that you can not only listen to the episodes right on the website but it also will provide you links to listen to it on whatever platform it is that you listen to your podcasts on this is going to be the place to go to get all of the information related to the podcast information related to me and just any updates that i have for you of course the website is most likely going to change and grow as time goes on and I get a little more used to the different features that I can add to the website. But I'm so excited to finally have it available for all of you to see. Um, Something else that I'm going to do is I'm going to link the website to the podcast in the podcast Instagram bio so that it's easier for you guys to access. So by the time that this episode goes live, it should already be up there, which is so exciting. I can't wait for you all to see all of the new and exciting things that are going to be coming to the podcast. And I'm super grateful that I finally had the time to really take a step back and focus on fixing the little changes and updates that I've been wanting to make to the podcast that I really just needed to take a step back from recording episodes to learn more about and kind of perfect so that I could incorporate them into the podcast. Now let's get into what's been going on in my life and my highs and lows of the past week. Let's start with my high of the past week. I would say that my high of the past week was that I sat through my very last in-person undergraduate college class. I don't know what it is about finally nearing graduation, but I am emotional. it I don't know what it was, but finally sitting in your very last class after four years of working my ass off was just so satisfying. Like, I finally felt like I could breathe, like a weight was being lifted off my shoulders, like I finally passed all the tests, I did all of the work, I put in countless hours of studying and writing papers and projects, and I finally made it. And it was such a sense of relief, but it was also a little bittersweet because going to school is all I've done for the past 16 years. And to be fair, I am going to be staying at Rider for one more year to get my master's in business communication, but graduate school is a lot different than undergrad. So the fact that that chapter is finally coming to an end is a little sad. Especially because that means that it's time for me to step into the real world. And I don't know if I'm ready for that. But we're going to get into that later on in the episode. I would say that my low of the past week was probably just having to sit with myself and process all of the emotions that have been going through my head as graduation has been nearing. It's been so emotional for me the past two weeks, just as my classes were finally ending and I was submitting my last assignments. And I was really processing that I'm done with my undergraduate degree, which I think is crazy because it feels like it's gone by so quickly. And I think it's really scary to finally like sit with yourself and think about the fact that You just spent the past 16 years going to school and you put in all of this work and here you go. Here's your piece of paper. Congratulations. Um, Now go get a job. That is terrifying. But I'm also so proud of everything that I've done the past four years and those have been happy emotions that I've been dealing with. But it's definitely been quite the roller coaster because there's some days where I'm super happy about the fact that I'm graduating and then there's times where it switches and I start to get sad about the fact that I'm graduating and scared about what's happening next and what I'm supposed to be doing now and if I'm doing everything that I'm supposed to be doing. But all these emotions are totally normal to have at this point of your life. Whenever something big like this is happening and a big change is about to happen, feeling those feelings is totally normal. So I keep trying to remind myself of that But having to sit with myself and really remind myself of that repeatedly this week was definitely a low. Without further ado, let's get into what this episode is all about. Graduating and imposter syndrome. So to start us off, drumroll please. I am graduating on May 14th with my undergraduate degree in communication studies and social media strategies." I am mind-blown. I cannot believe that that is actually happening. And just as the days get closer and it starts to become and feel a little bit more real, and I'm starting to see my friends that go to different colleges attending their graduations, and I'm like, oh no, (laughs) that's literally going to be me in two weeks. And I think it's crazy. My senior year of college seems to have gone by so, so fast, which is interesting because it was also our first year back in in in-person classes since COVID. But something else that happened this year that was rather interesting was I was supposed to take a seminar class for my social media strategies minor, but they weren't having that class available until the following year. So I got put into a podcasting class. And it was so much harder than I had originally thought it was going to be, but it taught me absolutely everything that I needed to know to really make a podcast something great. And I'm so grateful that I was put into this class because I had started the podcast during COVID because it's something that I had always wanted to do, but I hadn't done enough research before I had started I did the basic research and I knew how to start a basic podcast, but all of the little elements that can really make your podcast seem more finished and a little bit more user friendly, I missed. But this podcasting class was able to help me develop a whole bunch of strategies and just taught me so much about what it is that I need to do to really make this podcast something so for that I am so so grateful and sitting through this class twice a week just really made me feel a new sense of passion about recording these podcast episodes and getting a lot more serious about the podcast as a whole. So I would definitely say that life works in mysterious ways, and I cannot wait to use all of the information that I've learned to make better content for all of you. Like I touched on earlier in today's episode with my highs and lows, a lot of what's been going on lately has been processing the emotions associated with graduation. Graduation is something that is so exciting. You are finally accomplishing something that you've worked so hard for. But... All of the feelings aren't always positive ones. It can be bittersweet to close another chapter of your life, and it can also be really scary to not know what happens next. Of course, we know that with our degree, we're going to go start applying to jobs in our field, which is something that all of us are probably really excited about, but at the same time, really unsure about. Before we start talking about how imposter syndrome is related to graduation, I want to first reflect on the things that I've done the past four years. So one of the first things that I did was I was able to work my way through anxiety and depression. And I am incredibly proud of myself for that. And if you've ever dealt with any mental health issues, I can relate. And I know how hard it can sometimes be to deal with those things as you're also trying to be a full-time student and also maintain all of your other responsibilities and there were a lot of times when I would go through dark periods and everything would feel like too much and it would feel like I was doing this sort of balancing act that I could never quite get my footing right and I was always drowning. And there were a lot of times that I didn't think that I was going to keep my job or stay in school, but I did both. And I'm proud of myself for that. Another change that happened in the past four years is that I moved out of my parents' house and I moved in with my boyfriend. And that in itself has been an amazing experience and just the independence and Just the sense of finally being an adult and being able to live on your own and being okay and self-sufficient is so satisfying. And to get to do that with my best friend is even better. So that is definitely a highlight of the past four years. Another thing that happened over the past four years is that I worked at Victoria's Secret, which I have definitely talked about in recent episodes, but... Something that I'm proud of that I've done at Victoria's Secret is that I've worked in a management role for the past couple years, which definitely was very hard at times while I was in college because I was working 40 to 50 hour weeks while I was also a full time student and I was not sleeping or eating as much as I should. And I definitely wasn't studying and turning in all of my assignments. But some way, somehow, I found a way to make it work. And it's just so crazy to finally be like looking back at all of the things that you've done and remembering the emotions that you felt in the moment and realizing that all of that hard work and all of the tears that you cried and all of the just everything that you put into what you've had to do to get to this point is finally paying off. And it's just such a satisfying feeling to be like, yeah, I did that. Or yeah, I remember when I was sobbing on my way to work because I was so tired and I worked a nine hour shift, went home, wrote a five page paper and then slept for five hours before I did it all over again. But I'm glad that I put in all of that hard work because I definitely built a very strong work ethic and definitely now have a renewed sense of what I need to feel balanced because I worked in chaos for so long with such a crazy schedule and I'm kind of relieved that undergrad is over and I'll be able to have a more standard nine to five and then night classes which I'm really looking forward to. Now we're going to be talking about imposter syndrome. And graduation and imposter syndrome typically go hand in hand, but you can apply it to any big change that is happening in your life. So let's start by defining what imposter syndrome actually is. It is the persistent inability to believe that one's success is deserved or has been legitimately achieved as a result of one's own efforts or skills. So if we break that down into simpler terms, It's not believing that you are prepared enough or deserving enough to do whatever it is you're about to do. And let me tell you, I am feeling that 110%. And it is a terrifying feeling because from my perspective right now, I am working at Victoria's Secret and I'm about to graduate. So I'm applying to other full-time jobs. And trying to get something that's in my field, that I can use my degree. And all of these jobs, as you're reading the descriptions and the responsibilities and stuff like that. It's like, am I actually qualified to do this? Like, they're going to let me do that for the company? Like, are they sure? Like, in my head, I just can't process the fact that I have learned enough, and have put in enough work to deserve that job. And that can be really difficult because dealing with imposter syndrome can hold you back in so many different ways. And it can stop you from going after things that you are not only qualified for, but deserving of, just because you don't believe that you deserve it. There are multiple different causes for imposter syndrome, such as your family upbringing, if you were raised with a more controlling and overprotective parenting style. Another cause for dealing with imposter syndrome could be if your personality tends to be a little bit more prone to perfectionism or neuroticism. Now, if you're dealing with social anxiety, imposter syndrome is probably something that you experience more often than other people because social anxiety can play a large role in believing that you don't belong in certain situations, which can go hand in hand with feelings of imposter syndrome. You don't feel like you're qualified to be there. You don't feel like you know enough to be in the position that you were given and that can be really scary and cause even more anxiety. However, the most common cause for imposter syndrome is new opportunities and having to take on a new role and step into a new position and having to deal with all of the little transitions that happen along the way. I don't know if it's because I'm already a very anxious person as it is, but the thought of getting my first real full-time job in my field, after graduation is terrifying. And I keep looking at all of these job opportunities as I'm applying to jobs. And I keep talking myself out of applying for them, even if they're entry level and they're looking for people that are graduating in May. It just blows my mind that A couple years ago, I would look at these jobs and I would be like, oh, I would love to do that one day. I would love to be qualified for this job. And now looking at the same jobs and being like, that's actually something that I could do or I'm finally qualified. I meet the qualifications. I have my bachelor's. I think the biggest part of this whole transition and stepping from one chapter to another and dealing with imposter syndrome is 100% mental, and just coming to terms with the fact that you finally accomplished it. And it could take you so long to really process this fact because it's something that you didn't get overnight. It's something that you had to work really, really hard for, and you've put literally years of your life into. So the fact that it's switching so quickly from April, May, you're a college student, to hey, here's your degree, congratulations, goodbye. It feels like it's so quick and it feels like we're not ready. But we've spent pretty much our entire lives preparing us for this day. And we've spent the past four years specifically learning all of the things that we need to know to be successful in our field. And yet some way, somehow, we still get these feelings of imposter syndrome like we're not ready like we didn't do enough prep work to prepare us for what's about to happen but that's simply not the case and there's different things that you can do to help you deal with imposter syndrome the first and biggest thing that you can do to cope with imposter syndrome is to be able to ask yourself the hard questions And you're going to have to get super comfortable with being uncomfortable and confronting deeply ingrained beliefs about yourself and really start to question your self-doubting thoughts. Because whatever it is that you're insecure about or whatever belief that you've maintained about yourself thus far, if it's the slightest bit doubtful or the slightest bit untrue, you need to be able to really analyze that. And process the fact that in this case, in this scenario, you've been doing yourself a disservice by believing that you were less deserving of certain things because of whatever the reason was. And that can be really hard, especially if it's something that you've believed about yourself for so long. And finally being able to process the fact that maybe it was you that was holding yourself back. Which is never a good feeling, but is something that we all have to deal with and experience countless times in life. Another big thing that you should be doing to help you cope with feelings of imposter syndrome is to stop comparing yourself to others. Just because so-and-so graduated at the same time as you and is already working his dream job doesn't mean that you are not on the right track or path. Just because it's taking you a little while longer to figure out what you want to do what job you want what kind of life you want to live something that has definitely been more prevalent with the use of social media is constantly comparing where we're at in our lives to other people whether we know them or not and something that i personally am always reminding myself of but something that you should be reminding yourself as well is that not a single one of us is going through the same experience on this earth We are all dealing with so many different traumas and tribulations and just different life events that have shaped us into the people that we are today and help influence the decisions that we make and the path that we decide to take. If you are spending all of your time comparing yourself to other people, you will never ever be satisfied with what you've done or where you are in life because there will always be someone that's got something a little bit better, or is doing a little bit more, or has a life a little bit more like what we want for ourselves, but we just don't have it yet. Other people's successes aren't our failures. Eventually our time will come and all of the puzzle pieces will finally fall into place and we will be living the life that we've dreamed. Another thing to do to deal with imposter syndrome is to assess your abilities. Are you capable of doing that? Do you know how to do this, that, and the third? If you do, then why are you holding yourself back and telling yourself that you can't? It can be scary finally acknowledging that, yeah, you're capable of doing things that you weren't able to do a while ago, that you've dreamed about being able to do. And you finally can. So don't hold yourself back because you doubt the fact that you've come this far. Because you put in the hard work to get to where you are, to learn what you've learned, and to have the opportunities that are before you. So by neglecting those and doubting yourself, you're doing yourself another disservice. The biggest way that you can cope with imposter syndrome is to refuse to let it hold you back. And I know that in this episode, I've talked a lot about how this has related to me personally with my feelings of graduation, and finally... Being able to apply to jobs in my field and to actually work in a career that I would love. But imposter syndrome can be found in any stage of life. With any transition that's occurring or with any new chapter of life that's happening for you. It can be the promotion that you got at work that you don't think you're ready for. But they gave it to you, didn't they? So that means that you've got other people that believe that you're qualified. And if other people believe that you're ready, why don't you? A quote that I found that relates very strongly to this podcast is that we are our own worst critic. And that could not be more true. And especially in the sense of imposter syndrome. We are always the first ones to say, hmm, I'm not sure. We're the first ones to doubt ourselves when we're put into new situations that we might not feel 100% ready for. It can be difficult to finally take that leap and to have blind faith and trust in yourself and your abilities. But more often than not, you are more than qualified and the only thing holding you back is yourself. It's a mental mind game and it doesn't get any easier. Every time that you go through something new, you'll probably experience these feelings again. And in the moment, it can be really difficult and really hard, but as long as you're able to acknowledge it and be willing to sit and have these conversations with yourself and work yourself through these mental roadblocks that are getting put up in your brain when you see these new opportunities, then nothing can hold you back. It's just being able to realize when these feelings of imposter syndrome and these anxieties present themselves and being able to acknowledge them and work your way through those emotions instead of letting those feelings hold you back and hinder your experience. Because if you let imposter syndrome and all of these doubts control you, you're never going to be living to your fullest potential. You're never going to accomplish all the things that you want to accomplish because you'll be holding yourself back under false pretenses that you made up in your brain just because doing something new is scary. So whether you are a graduating senior who's about to get their first job in their field, or you're up for a new promotion at work, or you're just about to step into a new stage of life, I hope from this episode you got not only a couple tips to help work your way through those self-doubts, but also got a better understanding of just how common these feelings can be. Because when you're sitting there and you're having all of these self-doubts and you're going through the stages of imposter syndrome, it can feel like such an isolated event. Like this is just happening to you. You're the only one that's not prepared, but that's not the case. It happens to almost everyone. And unfortunately, it happens a couple times over the course of your life but you're more than capable of handling it every single time. All it takes is a little hard work and self-reflection to get you back on the right path. With that being said, that's all that I have for you this week. I hope that you enjoyed today's episode, and if you did, please feel free to leave a rate or review on whatever platform it is that you're listening to the podcast on. It'll not only help the podcast grow, but I'd love to hear your feedback. If you're looking for new ways to start engaging more with the All the Things podcast, you can follow us on Instagram at allthethingspod.ag or my personal Instagram at Ashley gorsica A-S-H-L-E-Y-G-O-R-C-Z-Y-C-A on Instagram. I'll have both of the Instagrams linked in the show notes below, as well as the website for the podcast. I want to take a quick second before I say goodbye for the week to congratulate any graduating seniors as... It is a very exciting time, and I am so proud of you, and I also just want to say thank you to anyone that's listened this long. I know this episode is slightly longer than usual, but I really enjoyed getting to discuss the topics a little bit more in depth than usual. I also want to give a quick shout-out to my podcasting professor, John Moses, if you're listening to this, which I know you are. Um, I hope you enjoyed today's episode, and I really enjoyed your class. And I can't wait to see what comes next for the All the Things podcast. I will talk to you all in the next episode of All the Things. Bye!